Attention boys and girls, attention boys and girls. Should that be boys and ghouls? No, no, alas, I was incorrect the first time. Regardless, listen to Gatsy and Goosebumps at your own risks. Howdy, you gangsters. <laughs> Welcome to Gatsy on Goosebumps, the show in which I review every single Goosebumps book from R.L. Stein's original series. And today, we are looking at another Goosebumps book, and it's called Goosebumps number 35, A Shocker on Shock Street. You've got this uh, giant praying mantis. Oh, grasshopper. Metallic, I think. Metallic in nature, and just stepping on things and knocking over street signs. <laughs> I want to know what old mate RL was smoking when he thought of that one. Tagline is, it's a real dead end. It is, but I'll explain why. Talk about shock treatment. Erin Wright and her best friend Marty love horror movies, especially Shocker on Shock Street movies. All kinds of scary creatures live on Shock Street. The Toadinator. Ape Face. The Mad Mangler. The Wily Wanker. Fantastic Mr. Faps. Two of those were made up. But when Erin and Marty visit the new Shocker Studio theme park, they get the scare of their lives. First, their tram gets stuck in the Cave of the Living Creeps. That's the worst cave. And then they're attacked by a group of enormous praying mantises. Real life is a whole lot scarier than the movies, but Shock Street isn't really real. Is it? They really like to end on rhetorical questions with these blurbs. It's not a great book. I... It was a chore to read this one. How often can you say that about a book that is for children. Aaron's dad is like a robotics engineer. He designs all like robots for movies, particularly the Shock Street movies, which is like a, I guess it's a franchise. I guess all these scary things happen on Shock Street. That's like the setting for all of them. All these different monsters live there. Great. He designs the robots. Good on ya. But they're opening like this theme park ride which I guess is meant to be based on like the Universal Studios ride where it like takes you inside the movies and Erin and Marty are going to be the first ones on it like they're like trying it out before it officially opens here's the problem with that though Shock Street isn't a real franchise it makes constant references to these uh, famous monsters and famous creatures and evil things but we, the reader, don't know what they are because it's not actually a real franchise. I'm sure it's terrifying for Aaron and Marty to come face to face with them, but it's not for us. It's just random names and random things you're just saying are famous creatures, but they're not to us. They go in the tram ride, you know, the, as the tram ride through Shock Street, and they see all the a range of uninspired and uninteresting creatures. That's the whole thing. They go through and these things attack them and they get stuck in something else and then another thing attacks them. 
and they start to realize that they may, maybe this is real. Like the Shock Street movies, they must be real. All these creatures are actually genuinely attacking us. This doesn't feel like a ride. <sighs> I can't tell you what what specifically happens. There's like a freaking wolf and a giant praying mantis etc. Anyway, it comes to the end and then out of nowhere the directors like cut and they're like, what? They're like, you guys were in my film for the latest Shock Street film. We were filming you the whole time. So that's the twist ending. Oh wait, no it's not because then in the same chapter it turns out that director is also a robot. And they're like, what? What's going on? What is happening? Um, and then they they see Eren's dad. And they're like, what's going on? I don't know. The final chapter is it turns out Eren and, and Marty were robots as well. They were robots to test, to test the, how good the ride was, I guess. So that's good. I'm sorry. I'm not usually this dismissive about Goosebumps books. I'll usually, you know, I give it an in-depth analysis for all, all Goosebumps books. This is not a very good read. It's, it's, um, it's the same thing over and over again. And as I say, it relies on these wacky creatures for which we have no frame of reference and no visualization. Yeah, I always remember that it's not a very good one. And it's definitely not. You can, rereading the series, you can definitely, definitely avoid Shock Street. It's a real dead end as it said in the front cover, full circle. So don't worry about that. Next one is a real doozy. That's all we have time for this week. It's not really, there's unlimited time in this. I, I'm not under any sort of pressure to make it a certain amount of time. That's just how I wrap things up. That's all we have time for this week. Please join me next time in which I discuss a Goosebumps book that is infinitely better in many ways, and that is Goosebumps number 36, The Haunted Mask 2. As always, thank you for watching, and please stay spooky.